The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's last an engagement? How long before gift? a wedding should I send out save the dates? How many the first series? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today we're going to talk about some breaking SEO news. Joining us is Jordan Cooney, who is the founder of Previsible.io, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses scale their organic search traffic. Yesterday, Jordan and I talked about Google's May algorithm updates, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about the state of backlinks. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Jordan Cooney, the co-founder and CEO of Previsible. Jordan, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Ben, it is so great to be here. Excited to have you back on the show. You know, yesterday we talked about Google algorithm updates. I got to ring the bell, sound the alarms, but it seems like something that we're doing constantly. It seems like there is always a Google algorithm update over the last few months. Lots of smaller updates. And honestly, a lot of it has to do with housekeeping and Google forcing us to clean up our act. I think that this isn't just with what's on page. It also has to do with what's off page, what's around the rest of the internet and how we're being referenced. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about the state of backlinking. Tell me about what's going on in the world of backlinks. Well, there's a lot going on in the world's backlinks. And this is a space that, to be honest with you, like up until a few years ago, I wasn't all that well-versed in it. But 
there's been just so much chatter in the last year or so. And, and really in the last couple months, there's been a lot of question marks about how expansive and how, let's just maybe call it risky, this particular investment around backlinks has become. I'm going to stop you right yep, there. Go ahead. Because let's speak this in plain English. When you say how risky your investment in backlinks is, it means how many of them are you buying and what's the quality of them? Am I right? Correct. <laughs> yes. Or even on a more macro view, like what is your strategy and is that strategy one that is risky or not? Because I think a lot of folks... <laughs> Always the gray hat area of SEO. I want to show that I have a reputation online, but I can't ask for a backlink and I can't buy a backlink and, and basically everything should be no follow. But then Google sets up these incentives for... When I buy backlinks and their follow links, I get more credit for them. So it seems like there's this sort of perverse incentive, right? Yeah, there's a very perverse incentive. And there's been a lot of questions as of late to John Mueller and the other SEO liaisons from Google about what is risky and is this too risky and is this okay? But yeah, we're chartering more and more gray territory here. All right. So great. There's always the, well, I shouldn't do it, but it works. Where are we now with backlinks? What's changed? Well, backlinks still work. So let's just get that off the table because it is still a, an indicator of driving performance. And I don't think that that in and of itself is going to miraculously change in the short order. I certainly believe that Google... I know Google is far more sophisticated in how they manage and analyze what is a good backlink and what is not a good backlink. But in the grand scheme of things, we're re entering this era in the SEO space where there are a variety of tactics that could lead us into a, another dark chapter with backlinks. And what I mean by that is, you know, five, six years ago, there were a bunch of tactics employed, which included like exchanges, included official notices to trade or sell or buy links. It included marketplaces where you would go and enter information and purchase these links. And a lot of these places and tactics became exposed by Google. And when that happened, it created a very negative result for a lot of brands and businesses that participated. So people were basically just going out and buying links in an open marketplace, trying to show volume over basically quality, right? What is an official backlink? There's a difference between the New York Times writing about you and backlinking to your website as opposed to going to backlink.com and buying something from the New York Times. Right. There's those extreme scenarios, right? Like some tier seven news aggregator versus the New York Times. Those are very clear and evident. But what really got exposed five or six years ago is that everybody was participating in drug smuggling, right? What I mean by that is... Everybody was getting involved, including the New York Times. Or I'm, I'm not calling them out specifically, but media sites of that caliber were participating in this kind of activity. And that's really, I think, what, what got very tricky about this whole scenario is that it wasn't like it was only malicious actions by these fake websites built up in some random foreign land. It was uh, pretty unanimously across 
brand, unknown brands to large companies, small companies. Everybody was really participating. And we're, we're re-entering that kind of zone. And I'm very excited, I guess is the right word, to see how we react and how Google reacts to the prolification of buying backlinks to make it a very, very blunt point there. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. All right. So uh, Google tried to crack down. Turns out everybody was doing it. So everybody got the message. Google slapped us all in the hands. I mean, if everybody's doing it, you can't take down all search traffic. You can't re-rank everyone. The New York Times still is more credible than whatever publication I said before. I think it was New York Times, which is not actually a publication. Uh, you know, even if they're both buying links. So where are we today? Great. You shouldn't buy links. But what should you do? Well, so there's a couple of things that are going on. One of them is we're seeing a lot of questions from folks about what is okay and what's not okay. Uh, questions to, to John Mueller, to other folks. And it's very interesting that the reaction to a lot of these questions are often provide a lot of context. And what I mean by that is, it's, it used to be one of these things where if you ever asked Google about a backlink question, the answer would be, no, please go read our documentation. <laughs> Which Thanks. Their document, Not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, but that didn't help because their Which documentation... Which of the 800 pages <laughs> should I be reading? Well, there's that. But even if you do read it, it was just the documentation had the most extreme policy stance, which was, don't ever do this. You are bad, right? It was like the Ten Commandments there, but there was no explanation. It's also a 10-year-old document. Right. It needs some updating, no doubt. But if you look at some of the responses from John in the last, say, six months, he's giving a little bit of explanation. Like There have been some questions about whether getting backlinks from a big website or a small website is better or worse. And will this be something that could impact my performance better or worse? And it's very fascinating to see that he says, hey, look, every website starts off as a small website. We evaluate and we look at these scenarios, not necessarily based on the size of the website, but more on the validity and usefulness of this particular link and post. And I'm like, that's interesting. That's more explanation than we ever had before. So 
the point that I'm trying to make here is Google is clearly aware that this stuff is happening. Let's be honest about that. But they're also giving clear indication that they are using certain levers to determine what is useful out there, buy or not bought, what is useful to making a judgment call on the authority of this particular page. And that includes, inevitably, the purchase of backlinks. But what's too egregious and what's too far-fetched, I definitely believe Google is ignoring those scenarios. So now that we're actually talking about nuance and what's happening in the marketplace, what do you think is the answer of what is acceptable and what is out of bounds? Where is the line in the sand? That's a tough one, right? Um, The acceptable, I think, really is determined by what is a realistic scenario. And I think that's an important factor to take into consideration here. One of the things I love to tell newer SEOs or folks that don't know a ton about backlinks is Google has this amazing ability to understand the relevance and the contextual usefulness of a piece of content. So much so, they have a complete product dedicated to these things called Google Discover, so that when something is so socially relevant and so socially important, they're going to give it a ton of prominence and there's going to be a whole set of traffic that's given to it. And you can see this in your Google Search Console information. So the crazy thing is is that Google knows if you suddenly went from zero to 10,000 backlinks in a matter of like weeks or days, and it's not part of this ecosystem of social relevance, there's something off. And so like the algorithms are already fine-tuned enough to understand what's realistic. And so that's what I encourage all of SEOs to think about when it comes to your backlinking strategies. What's realistic? And can you use data? Can you look at backlink differential to competitors? Can you look at a growth plan that is incremental to a particular page based on historical backlinks to your pages and content? If you have a website that only has 100 backlinks, And then all of a sudden, one of your blog posts has 100 backlinks. Does that seem realistic or feasible? Probably not. And so like these are the types of scenarios and ecosystems that we want to create, these data points and justification points that we want to create to better help manage not just the purchase of backlinks, but the overall acquisition of backlinks to our website and content. So what I'm hearing is it's not just about where the link is coming from. It's the context of when you're getting that link, Google's analyzing your general link profile. What about when you know something big happens, right? right? There's an event. Let's say you're all of a sudden elected king of the world. My assumption is jordancooney.com is going to get a lot more backlinks when you get put in charge of everything. So how does Google factor for sort of out of the usual events when they're trying to map towards you know, a, a profile of what normal link building looks like. Yeah. This is where Google has become far smarter in the determination of what is a useful backlink. And this is why the rise of things like Google Discover, the rise of things like Google News and different elements and features in the SERP and when Google decides to show certain content in those is so important to then the data they use to justify useful backlinks. Because if Jordan becomes king of the world, which is scary for all of us, but I know at least a few other world leaders that are scarier than me, 
we won't go there for now. But if that were to happen, yes, my personal website would probably get a lot of backlinks. Google would acknowledge that I've become king of the world and thus got a lot of backlinks. And that would probably become a justifiable outcome for my website. If I didn't become the king of the world, but I bought a 10,000 backlinks that said king of the world on it, and there was no other news, there was no other information, there was no other Elon Musk tweet saying, Jordan, welcome to being the king of the world. There's a darn good chance that Google would catch on that and realize that all those backlinks are useless. And so the amazing thing about that, the amazing thing about that is that the algorithm, and this is where I'm going with this, the algorithm is no longer about where is the placement, what is the placement about, it's about all the other signals that are relevant to the collection of those backlinks. So Jordan, at the end of the day, where should we think about prioritizing backlinks, knowing what we know about Google's new strategy for evaluating them? Uh, this is a phenomenal question, Ben. And it is one that is squarely rooted in something that you and I have talked about a lot in many of our episodes. It is squarely rooted on the principle of using data to make these decisions. How many backlinks does my page have today? What is a healthy volume of backlinks for this page over time? What are the healthy and effective strategies to acquire those backlinks over time? And that is a measurement game, and it's not a quantity game. And that's the big difference. And I think that Google is fully aware of what's not only happening in the backlink world, but also they have the, now the technology mechanisms to control many of these spam and unrealistic outcomes that caused harm in the past. I think backlinks is as simple as you need them. They're important, but you actually have to build them the right way. And if you're going out and you're doing things that create backlinks that don't seem useful, they're not from trusted sources, or they're just coming by the dozen, Google knows because the great Google knows everything. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, the co-founder and CEO of Previsible. Join us again tomorrow when Jordan and I talk about the great SEO resignation. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you could visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. 
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing in insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.